from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, Radio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. We've got a great show in store for you here on this Tuesday, July 14th. Uh, no Adam story as the diocese is on furlough. We'll have that reminder for you coming up in the second half hour today. So we're going to talk a little bit about family life today, structuring our family around prayer, structuring our family around silence, structuring our family around fasting even. I'm going to have some of that and almsgiving, of course, uh, for you coming up. I'm going to make the family life segment myself today, I decided. All right, there we go. Jean Wells coming up. uh, Preview her straight talk show at 10 o'clock this morning. That'll happen the second half hour. And at 7.45, I'm really pumped for this guest. I'm going to leave a lot of time because you know, I love the saints. He's got a new book out called Epic Saints by Tan Books. Wild, weird, wonderful saints. All the different stories of some of them, some of them that you've never heard of before. We're going to go through a ton of them today. He's the author of Reform Yourself, lives full time in Italy. Uh, so we'll have Sean McAfee coming up at about 745 today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll have your saint of the day coming up here as well let's get to it no deacon tony today still out on vacation i'll take the morning offering as we pray god our father we offer you our day we offer you all of our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen Let's go to mark amadeo now with your news and sports news and sports with mark amadeo Hello, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Tuesday to you. Uh, how are things on the uh, Leonetti front uh, as we get to the early week, early part of this week? Things are great. Going to get a little rain today, much needed rain, I think, today, uh, hopefully, yep. and water that grass out there, but good. Good, good. Yeah, we'll get that yard mode first because you're going to have a... Uh, going to have a hay field when it's all over with we're looking at one to two inches of rain maybe more but the severe weather comes with it tonight they're saying so after five o'clock their uh, latest uh, reports say we could get uh, a lot of wind and maybe some hail so just be Mm. mindful of that this afternoon and evening if you're out and about get everything done this morning and afternoon because uh, we might be batting down the hatches tonight i could do without the hail i'll tell you that yeah, no kidding. We had a little bit Saturday night uh, in yep. parts of uh, central Iowa. I know that. We had a little pea-sized hail here in Urbandale. Of course, I think you guys to the western part of Urbandale got a little bit heavier hail, is what I understand. Is that true? Uh, we got a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't crazy, but it was, it was uh, you know, pea-sized maybe. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard any uh, stories about you in the golf course. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody does, just doesn't want to golf with you or, or what, but... Uh, you know, I, I've, been, I've been waiting for those stories. 
Well, I haven't been for a week and a half, uh, close to two uh-huh. weeks now, and hopefully going to try to go sometime at the end of the week, maybe the weekend this weekend. I know for sure I'll be going next weekend. So yeah, yeah, I, I told Teresa that's the one thing that's kept me sane uh, during all of this is just getting out there on the golf course, and uh, that yeah, I, I need to go. Everyone's got that one thing. What's the one thing that's kept you sane? Oh, high school softball. I've been out there almost every night last night, uh, getting around with, uh, with that. And I just thought, uh, you know, we'd have at least a few, uh, you know, golf stories from you. I haven't, I haven't heard a thing. So that's, that's why I bring it up. You know, yeah. you gotta make it. You, you haven't know, had to throw anyone out of the games yet? No, no, you haven't been there. So I haven't had to worry about that. As okay. Long as good. You don't show up as long as I you're want, not there. I want the story when it happens, though. You know that. <laughs> no. That's oh, prime for not. radio. I, I've uh, no, not the high school games. None of the high school games. They're they've been okay. pretty good. Great fans, great no, support. Good. Kids have done a great job. Coach has done a great job. Been a long year. Been a tough year. But you know what? We've had a year of uh, softball and baseball. Um, obviously, unfortunate for the Dowling teams. They got tested positive for COVID, and uh, they if they come out of their uh, two week hiatus, they would not be eligible for the postseason because that's going on right now. So that's yeah. a tough break for Dowling. And few of the teams got it out. right at the worst time, not able yeah. to, uh, not able to, yeah. to go. Yeah. We had a few more teams drop out, but, uh, it's been a very small percentage compared to there's over 300, there's over 350 teams out there and we may have lost a total of 20. So that's, that's pretty mm-hmm. good considering what we're under, uh, you know, uh, trying to get kids, uh, to stay healthy and coaches do the same thing so well i forward. wish it wasn't dowling catholic but it is what it is mm-hmm. yeah i agreed and uh john we haven't even talked about the fall yet and uh how that's going to work out with school with sports with activities uh we're, we're we're kind of in a transition right now we'll have to wait and see here in the next month we'll find out i'm sure we heard anything about football nothing no, not good things. I can tell you that. But I heard that yeah. about baseball, softball, and we had the season. So what? What do you know? Um, know my right question, now. my question to you is, and our listeners, what are you going to do without the state fair? I mean, how are you going to fill that time? Those ten days, John, with pork chop on a stick being out the window, how are you going to fill the time? How many days do you normally make it out to the fair on average? I, I cannot say. It just depends on what's going on. Usually, it's several, but sometimes yeah, it's I'm just been several. One or two. I'm three to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's pictures of me working or uh, walking down the Midway and the Grand Concourse there on Grand Avenue with two uh, uh, pork chops on a stick, one in each hand, and they're not for my daughter, they're not for my wife. Uh, I just, <laughs> I just leave it at that. Now that will not happen this year, but I'm just, I'm just saying there are pictures out there. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, that pickle wrapped in pastrami, uh, that and, and cream oh. cheese. Uh, that's that's my thing. I'm all in. Oh if I could buy that stand, I'd buy that stand and just park it in front of my house, and then you know all you can eat. Are you serious? The pastrami, uh, really? Yeah, I'll have four or five of those oh throughout the throughout the entire fair, not a day. Well, that makes today's weather report not so bad with that severe weather, I guess, because you've got that going for you. In that case is. my in case my doctor's <laughs> listening, yes, for one a day when I go out there. I didn't know that. I, I thought you were just pork chop on the stick, maybe a little bit of you know frozen uh, frozen ice cream, you know that frozen yeah. those frozen get those treats. cheese oh. curds as well, and and oh. round it out with a turkey leg, and I'm I'm in. Okay, folks, that's what happens when we go. Our segment goes just a little bit too long. That's it. I'm all in. Iowa State Fair, but what, listen, we'll have it next year, and uh, I think we'll survive this year without it. I think it was a good call. I mean, at the end of the day, there's just 
you know, it's just nope. so much in the air right now. You never know. Right. I think no it, as question. much as it hurts, I think it's a good call. No question about that. And uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we'll just keep praying, folks. Keep praying for uh, a cure to this uh, this dreaded uh, pandemic and uh, and virus. So we'll get through it. All right, let's get right to it this morning, John, as we sure. got uh, some weather moving in this afternoon and after, afternoon and evening, excuse me, from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk. A meteorologist, Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies, 70 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, the humidity at 81%. And today we'll see partly cloudy to cloudy skies throughout the day, but severe storms possible mainly after 5 o'clock this evening. Today's high in central Iowa, 88 degrees with uh, south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, severe storms possible, heavy rain mainly south of Interstate 80, overnight low of 67 degrees. And with these storms, uh, we'll have strong winds, hail, and possibly one to two inches of rain, even more in, in certain spots uh, throughout the evening. And on, on Wednesday, rain early tomorrow morning, and then a high of 80 degrees, very mild day, as it'll turn partly cloudy later in the afternoon. And on Thursday and Friday, partly cloudy and dry highs in the upper 80s and lower 90s both days. Well, in the news on this Tuesday morning, the Iowa, new Iowa Department, new Iowa unemployment claims rose by nearly 3,000 from the previous week, and continuing claims decreased by more than 6,500. Those are numbers according to the Iowa Workforce Development uh, for, for the week of June 28th through July 4th. Now, Iowa Workforce Development says uh, just over 10,000, just under 10,700 initial claims were filed. That's an increase of just under 3,000 from the previous week's updated numbers from the U.S. Department of Labor. Unemployment benefits totaled over $31.9 million were paid out last week here in the state of Iowa. Uh, Iowa Workforce Development says individuals who have exhausted the additional 13 weeks of uh, pandemic emergency unemployment compensation might qualify for state extended benefits, which was uh, announced in June. Iowa Workforce Development recommends weekly claims should continue to be filed so eligibility can be determined. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. As I mentioned earlier with John, Dowling's baseball and softball seasons have come to an end due to uh, testing positive for the COVID-19. So the Dowling baseball team finished with a record of 16-2 and a number one ranking in Class 4A. And the softball team closed out its season with a record of 8-10 in Class 5A. I want to thank Joe Stacy for calling the games once again this year here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 70 degrees, a south southeast wind at 10 miles per hour and today we will see partly cloudy to cloudy skies throughout the day uh, severe storms are possible mainly around five o'clock this afternoon a high of 88 degrees with south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour and remember keep an eye on the sky later on this afternoon strong winds hail we could see one to two inch rainfall rainfall amounts uh, throughout the the state especially here in central iowa and this has been your iowa catholic radio news weather and sports on your tuesday morning john leonetti show and coming up jimmy olson he has your morning Morning Traffic Report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
Business as usual this morning. Uh, no problems to uh, pass along, just a lot of construction. So be sure to look out for detours and also lane reductions as you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Nick and Jimmy, no Adam story this morning uh, as the diocese continues to be out on furlough for the next couple weeks. Again, we'll have that reminder for you each day here in Iowa Catholic Radio during the diocesan minute. Um, instead, I decided I was going to take it this morning when it comes to our family segment, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Now, we talk a lot about prayer and family prayer in the show, so I'm going to kind of park that one to the side. Of course, that one is the most important. Uh, if you're not praying in your marriage and family, um, I, I, I suggest doing it now. It doesn't take, you know, rocket science. You don't have to uh, know all the, you know, the, the the prayers. You don't have to be even well-versed as people say, well, I, I'm just not good at praying out loud. Uh, there is no such thing as as being good at prayer. It's all about intimacy. There are many saints that teach us you don't have to say anything to have that intimate love and relationship with God. I think St. Joseph is one of those that's taught me the most about that when it comes to the silent love of God. Of course, him not saying anything in sacred scripture. But fasting and almsgiving, I think some things that sometimes go under the rug, especially when it comes, uh, if you have little kids, uh, and when it comes to maybe even teaching your grandkids this this uh, great trait as well. And that's something that my, my wife and I have tried to do. Of course, you know, our kids are, are seven and five and uh, 10 months. So, of course, a 10-month-old, he doesn't quite get that yet. You know, I mean, when, when he's he's hungry, he's hungry. We feed him. And the same thing for my kids, of course. They, they get all their meals and their snacks. But there are some times throughout the liturgical year, especially during Lent, and even other times, maybe on a Friday or other times uh, that we're specifically uh, fasting for some good in the family. Maybe someone has asked us to pray, and so we'll give something up small. My wife and I might do something a little more intense, but my kids might give up something a little bit smaller. Maybe it's dessert for an evening. And I can't tell you what something as small as that has done. The graces that flow from that, the discipline. I have said before, I am not a good faster. I am one of those guys that, you know, I, I, Jesus says, wash your face and, you know, got to put a smile on your face and all that when it comes to fasting. I'm not that guy. It takes a lot of work for me to do that. But at the end of the day, I know that when fasting happens like this, and my family as well, graces appear. Almsgiving, the other one too, and this is probably the one I wanted to speak on the most. Does your family have some kind of charitable giving that you do together as a family? Of course, parish would be one, but is there some kind of cause that you or your mar- in your marriage or family life have rallied around? And this is something for, for my wife and I that we have really taken seriously. There's a few that we've kind of rallied around that we update our kids on, that we talk to them about, that we say, here's what they're doing now, and here's how it is that we can give. Now, my kids, they're hilarious because they're always saying, well, we need to give more. We need to give more. And once in a while, my son will go up to his piggy bank, and he'll come down with a couple dollars that he wants us to be able to give, and we'll give it. I think that's important. But at the end of the day, have some kind of mission, have some kind of charitable giving source that you're giving something to, that your kids, grandkids, you could do this as grandma and grandpa as well. What a way to teach your kids to be able to give. Uh, you know, I, I remember, and I've never done this since, but passing a homeless person on the street with my son. Uh, and this was a number of months ago. And he was horrified that dad would pass by a homeless person in the car without stopping to give him a dollar. And that really taught me something. 
And so now every time I can, and sometimes it can't because of the flow of traffic, but every time I can't, I've seen and used that as a teaching moment for my own kids. That's one way of almsgiving, but have that kind of mission together as a family. Again, go over it, maybe even a couple times a week, remind your kids, grandkids, yourselves, your spouse, what it is that's most important. And that is, of course, a giving heart, a giving heart, even during these times as well. So many of us are trying to take, take, take for ourselves. I was talking to you before about kind of keeping sane. We're really hyper-focused on ourselves right now. Mental health is a big thing, and it should be. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that later. Uh, you know, and, and, of course, we want to make sure to get that right and get the help that we may need. But at the end of the day, it's also not just about us. It's about others. We can give during this time as well. Almsgiving, a big one for us to remember as families. All right, coming up right after this, friends, we're going to talk about the Diary of St. Faustina, how it can help us during social distance orders. There's a great piece that was put out just yesterday that I thought was really good by one of my favorites, Laura Hensley. We'll have that for you coming up right after this. Sean McAfee coming up in the second half hour. He's got a new book called Epic Saints. We're going to talk about some wild, weird, wonderful stories about saints, maybe even saints you haven't even heard of. So make sure to stick around for that. That one is going to be a fun segment, leaving plenty of time for it. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on this Tuesday, July 14th. Thanks for being a part of the show, friends. And thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more passionate about their work and the service that they provide. Honesty and integrity, you can count on 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That is fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Caldwellparish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. 
Hi, I'm Al Cresta, host of Cresta in the Afternoon. After the Second Vatican Council, Catholic laity began to take co-responsibility for the church, and the Catholic radio movement is one of the great fruits of that post-conciliar church. Catholic radio edifies, it exhorts, it encourages, it educates, it engages the culture, and on occasion, we entertain a bit. Your partners with your local Catholic radio station, support them. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for joining me, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. I want to also thank Blessman International for underwriting the show and all they do for us to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. They operate and manage vegetable farming, chicken farming, fish farming initiatives, providing sustainable sources of food for their friends in Limpopo, South Africa. 2001 is when they started, continuing today. BlessmanInternational.org. That is BlessmanInternational.org. You know, uh, Susan Tassoni is one of my favorite guests on this show, uh, oftentimes known as the Purgatory Lady, and she is just so much fun, so much energy. And um, there was a blog piece that was put out just uh, yesterday by Laura Hensley, and uh, you know, anything that that Susan has written, uh, anything that you know, a reflection or maybe a blog piece highlighting some of Susan's writing, I said is going to be good for this show, just because I, I really value a lot of what she does and the work she does around specifically Saint Faustina conversion and purgatory and you might think well what do all three of those things have uh, in common there's a lot quite frankly if you've ever studied or read uh, the diary of saint faustina you know there is a ton of stuff in there uh, on conversion we'll get to that in a second but also even on purgatory and praying for those souls but there's a couple reflections here from uh, one of her recent books jesus speaks to faustina in you that laura hensley a blogger and you know what's funny is i've never had her on the show i've talked about her pieces so often because i follow her blog and always get dinged whenever uh, one comes through but i i've never had her on the show and I, I need to get her on just to tell her how much i appreciate the work that she does but there's a great reflection here uh that she compiled a couple of them from susan's book uh, jesus speaks to faustina in you and i wanted to read one fully to you I'll, I'll skim a couple of them for you but this one i thought was really good and it was taken from uh diary number 64 uh in in that book uh, that evening jesus said to me i want you to stay home is the title of it. And here's just a quick reflection I want you to remember during these social distance times, during quarantine, uh, and during times maybe when you do feel a little bit more alone or isolated. She says this, family schedules are jam-packed. Oftentimes families don't even find time to have dinner together because of school activities, sports, and other things. Once when St. Faustina was given permission by her superior to take some time out for pleasure, she just told her to stay home instead. It's not that we can't enjoy pleasures or be involved in activities, but sometimes it's good to stay home too. The Irish priest, Venerable Father Patrick Payton, once remarked, the family that prays together stays together. As he encouraged families to pray the daily rosary, reminded that prayer binds the family together. Scripture says a threefold cord is not easily broken. It's paramount for spouses to pray together with their children because it creates a spiritual bond in their marriage and family. Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI commented, The family is the little church because it transmits God. It transmits the love of Christ. But the power of the sacrament of matrimony, make the little church of your home a place of love and prayer. And I, I could not help but think, friends, when I read that, that that, is, that kind of 
encapsulates it all. I told you, you know, I've been trying to stay sane the most I possibly could. This has been difficult on me. You know, I'm a, I'm an extrovert. So, you know, I, I really get energy and thrive around other people. That's where I draw energy from. You know, when there's a big event, say an Iowa Catholic radio event, maybe our dinner in December or anything, any big event, you know, I come home and I'm pumped. After a parish mission, people say, are you worn out? Aren't you, aren't you tired? I'm like, it's going to take me a while to wind down because when I'm around people, that's where I draw my energy. Now, my wife, she's just the opposite. You know, when, when she's around big groups or, or you know, uh, events and things that kind of takes her energy out. So she comes home exhausted. But for me, I, I, that kind of fills the tank. She's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I married well, believe me. I don't know if two extroverts, I, I don't know if that could, that could work in this household. I am extremely on the end uh, of, of being an extrovert. But at the same time, for me, this is also, and I, I'm trying to see the blessings in this too. Again, I've, I've called it strangely blessed because there are pockets of those blessings. Where for our family, this is really shored up in a beautiful way, this little church. What Saint, uh, what excuse me, what Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI was talking about, and we've discovered or rediscovered ways that we can make this a little church, be more intentional about making this home a little church, a microcosm of the church at large. And we're not out of it yet, folks. You know, again, there's there's not big events going on. There, there's some semblance of normalcy kind of uh, coming back in. There's some things that are open. We're able to get to do maybe a couple other things that we weren't able to do before. But uh, I want to remind you during this time, and we might have, you know, a little bit more time of this, really try and get intentional about making that church, that little church in your home. Again, starts with prayer, as I said before, a little bit of fasting here and there, almsgiving, that kind of uh, ties into it as well. But make this the altar here that we're able to surround ourselves with and to bring God here. The family is a microcosm of God. And so that when we live that out, again, this becomes his resting place, which is his church. There's another one I wanted to quickly brief over because I thought this was really good. And it was about conversion. Uh, this is in the diary 1357 and something good for us during these social distance days. I use you as the instrument of their conversion. Jesus said to St. Faustina, you might be surprised at how often St. Faustina wrote about conversion. She says in chapter after chapter, her diary speaks of Jesus's call for the conversion of sinners, but conversion is just the beginning. The real test comes with perseverance. It's a little like marriage. When you are first dating, you want to spend all your time with that person. You want to know every detail about their likes and dislikes. You find their habits like sneezing after every meal to be endearing. Your heart beats faster as the thought of being together. But after many years of marriage, you may find yourself enjoying your alone time. And the likes and dislikes you found so charming are now just irritating. It takes persevering. It takes perseverance to make a marriage last. The same is true of our relationship with the Lord. We need God's love, grace, and mercy, not just when we convert, but as a perseverance in our journey of faith that we can persevere in any relationship. And I thought that was beautiful. What's the word that I took from that? Perseverance. I have it highlighted right here. Perseverance for all of us during this time uh, as well. And again, you know, at first when this all started happening, you know, the social distancing and, and uh, kind of uh, locking down a little bit and quarantining. I um I don't know about you, but you know I, I kind of thought, wow, you know this might be good. Ten days uh, together, seven days a week, and kind of get back to normal again. But really, kind of make this, and then it started wearing on. 
that's when I started thinking, oh, goodness, this is going to be difficult. But perseverance is the big one. Any relationship, any time, any time of faith, any test of faith as well, we persevere and continue on in the same things that we were doing before. God's love, grace, and mercy is with us, not just when we convert, not just in the exciting times uh, or the times that are new, but every day. Perseverance. That's the key today. All right, I got to leave plenty of time for my second guest uh, coming up. Uh, my my guest at seven forty five today, Sean McAfee, because I'm looking forward to his new book, Epic Saints. We're going to talk about some of the wild, weird, wonderful stories of the saints and some saints that you've never heard of. We'll have Sean McAfee coming up here in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee, Eddie, in the morning, right here on this Tuesday, July fourteenth. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And thanks to Dean Bell, Bell Construction, for underwriting the show. A man of integrity and faith. Met him on the basketball court a few years ago. Remained friends ever since. One day he said he wanted to support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. And I thought, that's kind of strange because you're not Catholic. And he said, I don't care. I want to support something of Christ, of the faith. And then he told me he's never put his name behind anything except for Iowa Catholic Radio. That means a lot to me. Residential re-roofs, 30 years, 963-4494. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus began to reproach the towns where most of his mighty deeds had been done, since they had not repented. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? you will go down to the netherworld. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. The Gospel of the Lord In a statement that likely shocked some people, Jesus explains that people who haven't experienced his deeds, even those of the notorious Tyre, Sidon, and Sodom, will be less culpable for their offenses. He's clear that it'll not end well for those who have experienced his deeds and still reject him. Ultimately, the more we grow in faith and become more familiar with Jesus and what he's done for us, the more responsible we become for accepting him and the salvation he offers. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com.
Thanks for joining me, friends. Tom Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. Coming up, Sean McAfee is going to be on the show to talk about his brand new book, Epic Saints, Wild, Weird, Wonderful Stories of Many of These Different Heroes of Ours. I'm going to have that for you coming up and try to get some good time for it because I'll tell you, this is you know one of my favorite topics, but he's got some awesome saints in here that he talks about and some that many of us, I know I, haven't even heard of. So this will be a lot of fun for us today. Uh, Jean Wells, also going to come on to talk about her uh, 10 o'clock show today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Make it a little dicey tonight, so be careful out there. And your saint of the day, that'll take us to 8 o'clock. No Deacon Tony as he's out on vacation. Let us offer our day in our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, hello once again, John. Uh, happy Tuesday to you. The like it gets a little bit of rain and maybe some severe weather. Severe weather statement just came out here about five minutes ago, and it doesn't look good for this afternoon. Hopefully the prediction's wrong, but uh, eye in the sky today is all i got to say after, uh, after right. 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon. I saw that. It looks like it's coming a little earlier than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are. Uh, strong winds and hail, so... Here we go with the hail round, and uh, I know I'll be at work today, so the car will be unguarded. So we'll Ooh. have to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, be careful about that. I, you know, hopefully it's just that pea-sized hail that we got yesterday. But uh, I, I don't need right. to, any of those incoming. You know, incoming. We don't need any of that kind yeah. of hail. Yeah, yeah. We don't need those incoming missiles of hail. Boy, they had some large hail up in Fort Dodge uh, really? on Saturday when we had all that stuff. Yeah, they had almost. I wouldn't call it baseball size, but uh, it, wow. was, it was pretty large clumps. Yeah. So hopefully it won't be that way today, but we're going to see strong winds and rain, and maybe uh, one to two inches, maybe in uh, larger amounts uh, in different spots. So the brown will turn to green here shortly. And, John, if you don't have your yard mode, you're going to have a hay field by uh, later this week. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Try to find a tree to park under or something, man. Yeah, no kidding. It's hard to do downtown, though. There are not too many trees downtown, so That's I don't true. Really have that issue That's today. True. It is what it is. So I know you got a guest coming up. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but th- things going well with the Leonettis. Have you done your uh, uh, daily or your weekly uh, bike uh, route around Dallas County or not? Oh, yeah. I went, to, I went about 15 and a half miles on, uh, let's see, Sunday for my Sunday bike. My weekly bike ride, hour and a half. Again, I said golf is the only thing that's keeping me sane, but that bike ride keeps me sane, too. So that's good. Got to get out. Yeah, some, sometimes golf, uh, it's all, you know, it's great to be out there, but it, it drives, uh, it could drive your blood pressure way up with that, chasing <laughs> that little round ball around. So I, did, I didn't know how that works. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, that could be twofold, I, I guess. I tell everyone I golf with, I'm not good enough to get angry. So I just, I have fun. John, the foursomes ahead of you and behind you, along with your teammates on your golf on your golf outing, all wear helmets, and uh, they're not the bike helmets. So I've always wondered about that. I haven't had to yell four yet, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if that changes anytime soon. All right. 
point, my friend. Well, stay safe out there today, uh, John, and our listeners, as we're going to have some like severe weather moving in. Right now, from the WHO TV 13 Weather Desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. Cloudy skies, 70 degrees, uh, south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour, the humidity at 81%. Today, we'll see partly to cloudy to cloudy skies most of the day. Then later on this afternoon, that's when the severe stuff is moving through. They just issued a severe weather statement here about five minutes ago. Severe storms are possible, mainly after 5 o'clock here in central Iowa. Today's high 88 degrees with south winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. We could see strong winds, hail, and 1 to 2 inch rainfall rainfall amounts when these uh, storms are uh, moved through. Tonight, severe storms continue to be possible. Overnight low of 67 degrees, heavy rain mainly south of Interstate 80 throughout the evening. And then tomorrow, rain early on your Wednesday, a high of 80 degrees should clear up in the afternoon. And Thursday and Friday, well, back to dry and warm temperatures, highs in the upper 80s, lower 90s for both days. In the news on this Tuesday morning, new in Iowa unemployment claims rose by nearly 3,000 from the previous week, and the continuing claims decreased by more than 6,500. That's all according to the Iowa Workforce Development. Uh, the new numbers were through June 28th, and uh, through from June 28th through July 4th, uh, our workforce development says uh, 10,000, just under 10,700 claims were uh, filed. That's an increase of just under 3,000 from the previous week's updated numbers from the U.S. Department of Labor. Unemployment benefits totaled over $31.9 million that were paid out last week here in the state. Iowa Workforce Development says individuals who have exhausted the additional 13 weeks of pandemic emergency unemployment compensation might qualify for state extended benefits, which uh, was announced back in June. Iowa Workforce Development recommends weekly claims should continue to be filed so eligibility can be determined. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Once again, Dowling's baseball and softball season have come to an end due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic as they tested positive on the test. They have to sit out there two weeks. Unfortunately, uh, time has run out as postseason began uh, this week. Dowling baseball team closed out its season with a record of 16-2 and and a number one ranking in Class 4A. The softball team finished up its year with a record of 8-10. and 10. I want to thank Joe Stacy for broadcasting all the games right here on Iowa Catholic Radio this season. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 70 degrees. The south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. Today we'll see partly cloudy to cloudy skies throughout the day. And later on this afternoon, severe storms are possible. We could see strong winds, hail, and a severe weather statement was just issued a little while ago. So be mindful of that. Keep an eye on the sky this afternoon, folks. High of 88 degrees here in central Iowa. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Be safe. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Tuesday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. No accidents or delays to pass along, so a pretty good drive if you were out and about already this morning. Thanks to Bilderkin Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Bilderkin has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. She was the first Native North American named 
a saint. Today we celebrate St. Kateri Tekakwitha. She was born in the chief of the Mohawk clan. When she was four, an epidemic of smallpox killed her parents and younger brother and left her scarred. Her uncle, who then became the chief, had a strong dislike for the Jesuit missionaries who were in the tribe. Kateri, however, was increasingly interested in what the missionaries were saying, but fear of her uncle kept her from taking instruction in the Catholic faith. At the age of 19, she converted to Christianity and was forced to flee the tribe. She took refuge in a small town near Montreal, a 200-mile walk from her home. She spent long hours in prayer and in strenuous penance. Four years later, she took a vow of virginity. While she had wanted to join the religious community, she was dissuaded by a priest and accepted living an ordinary life. She died young, and witnesses said that her emancipated face changed colors, began to look more healthy, and the scars from the smallpox disappeared as she was interred. So we ask today, St. Kateri, to pray for us. Amen. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a man that knows how important wills and estate planning is. Can't thank him enough for all of his support here at Iowa Catholic Radio. 30 years in business, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Let's go to Gene Wells, host of Straight Talk. Hi, Gene. Hey, good morning, John. No, good morning to you. I Listen, what a celebration it looked like it was for your mom. Oh, it was. Um, yeah, mom was 97 years old. She, I mean, sadly, she suffered from depression the majority of her life and, and wanted to pass away for years and years and years and years. And, it, I mean, it, so sad. And, but she never got treatment because in her generation, treatment for mental illness meant you were crazy. Hmm. And, you know, I just, I hope maybe a legacy of moms is that folks that, that struggle with depression, anxiety, get some help. You know, seek help. This isn't something to be ashamed of. It's a chemical imbalance. And to live 97 years, to be that sorrowful, it was really a celebration because now she is not in that pain. Yeah. She is not suffering from that. She She prayed the majority of her life, John, and... I don't know if you saw my post on Facebook, but she had prayer cards that had worn out, that had really? disintegrated where her hand, where her thumb held them on either side of it. I mean, they are worn. I mean, the paper's gone. I mean, wow. there are, yeah. So um, it, was a, it was a wonderful celebration of life, even with the COVID thing and people that, you know, it was a very small visitation, very small funeral, which is, um, mom was a very public figure in, in many ways. And so, um, you know, but there were so many people praying for it. It was, it was a blessing. Well, so, as you said, there was a lot of suffering, but there's a lot that can teach us in suffering yes. as well. It sounds like she, yes. was, she was leaning on the Lord through that, which is by far the most important thing and something that can teach us as well. I, I like yep. that, Gene. That's, that's a good reflection for us. Yes. What do we got coming yes. up on your show today? Well, one of the speaking of anxiety, one of the things that's caused us great anxiety is the civil discourse, the civil war that's happening in our country. And I have 
uh, Sergeant Paul Parizic joining me from the Des Moines Police Department. Um, uh, the sergeant is is a wonderful guest, and we're going to talk about um, the challenges that our city has faced. Um, we're going to talk about whether the the Black Lives Movement, the organization, has a presence here, or is it is it simply the folks that want to elevate all to equality, which is certainly a wonderful um, um, issue that we all need to embrace. But the Black Lives Matter movement, the organization itself, is very contrary to Catholic teaching. So we have to be weary of that. And they're connected with some Antifa groups. Um, their uh, Planned Parenthood has been supportive of the Black Lives movement. So uh, lots of issues. Um, the sergeant won't address the, the Planned Parenthood, of course. But, you know, is Antifa present here in Des Moines area? You know, so these are things we need to know and to be praying about. And then we're going to look at all of these attacks on the Catholic faith over the weekend and what do we need to do to prepare and to protect ourselves and our faithful and our churches. That's coming up, 10 o'clock this morning, 10 <laughs> yeah. o'clock in the evening. Sounds like they'll fill the hour. Uh, friends, it's yep. podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com as well, so you can check it out if you miss it at a later time there. Gene Wells, talk to you soon, Gene. Thanks for coming on. God bless. Thank you. All right, coming up, 745, Sean McAfee is going to be on. Looking forward to talking to him. Epic Saints. We're going to talk about some weird, wonderful, and wild stories of some of these saints, maybe even some you haven't heard of. Plenty of time for Sean. Looking forward to talking to him when we come back. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today, friends. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. No, not just customer service, the commitment to the quality and workmanship and to the materials, equipment, next to none. Originally founded in 1999, 20 years in business. GoldenRulePHC.com. That's GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan reminder is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. All diocesan staff of the Catholic Pastoral Center will be furloughed July 11th through the 24th as a measure of good stewardship of financial resources during the pandemic. Staff will not be working remotely, receiving or responding to emails, or answering phone calls or voicemails during this time. We thank you for your understanding while we are unavailable and also for your patience when we return to work on July 27th. Churches are still having their masses. We encourage you to check out their website to see mass times and register in advance. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Metro Collins. Hi, this is Jean Wells from Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Join me on Tuesday mornings at 10 for topics that give us angst and bring the concern to the forefront. If you have questions, I'll find the answers. Straight Talk on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Be Not Afraid is provided by Dream Dirt. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Dream Dirt Auctioneers are PRI and CAI certified professional farm marketers and have trained to understand the strategy behind a successful auction or sale. We work to reduce stress and risk for our customers and do not charge advertising fees. Learn more at DreamDirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services. Farm auctions done right. 515-257-7199. Thanks for joining me, friend. John Lee, Eddie in the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today here on this Tuesday, July 14th. Let's go to our last guest of the day, author of Reform Yourself and several other books, including his newest Epic Saints by Tan Books. Sean McAfee joins me back on the show. Hey, Sean. Hey, thanks for having me. You saved the worst for last. (laughs) Live from Italy, man. Of course, you made the move to Italy when? Uh, 2017. 2017. What, what, What brought you there again? I work for the U.S. Army as a civilian. I was working in uh, Okinawa, Japan, and Omaha before that, and will maybe be here for another one or two years. Now, where's Vicenza? Vicenza is way up north. Um, it's up by Milan and Padua and Venice. Very good. All right. Well, that's where he's coming from today, friend. So he he's not tired. He's had a full uh, you know uh, uh, <laughs> afternoon. He's got his he's energy. He's ready to go. I, I love the Saints, man. Uh, and my listeners know that. I talk about them ad nauseum because I, I say if you want to be a Saint, you got to follow the Saints because they yeah. they show you the road to go. You got a book out called Epic Saints. Um, what what made you kind of draw out some of these wild and crazy stories and Saints instead of just kind of going with some of the ho hums? Well, I got tired of telling people all these stories all the time, so I just wanted to make them one reference to, to go ahead and read those on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But but really, I uh, you know I didn't have a huge interest in the saints whenever I started becoming Catholic about eight years ago. It took about three or four years for me to really start reading the lives of, let's say, St. Philip Neri and St. John Vianney. But you know, as I read them more and more, I was like, wow, these guys are not just brilliant and, of course, holy, but... You know, they're really down to earth, and, and there was a lot of stories that I accumulated that would help me with different moments in my life, and, and I've been able to share a lot of those with a lot of my friends and uh, and even strangers, uh, you know, out on the road to tell, tell them a story about St. Miguel Pro or something if I if I meet somebody, you know, an atheist from Mexico. Um, and, and, and I just really, you know, the, the, the stories are very popular and I, I met enough people where I was kind of like, wow, other people need to hear about this. And of course, not everybody can hear me talk at once. So I did want to create like a book that, you know, amass some of the, my favorite stories and ones that people absolutely had to hear. And in the book, we discuss a lot of, uh, you know, things like how is a saint made or, you know, why are some saints, you know, beatified for, you know, hundreds of years and they're not saints yet. Um, and, uh, and I want to answer some apologetics like that too in the book. You know, one of the things that I find fascinating about the Saints is there, uh, there really is no boring story. You know, and I, I kind of joke <laughs> and they say, you know, some of the normal ones, but no, I mean, there, there's you you dive into the Saints, even a Saint that you maybe have heard about or read about before, and you can always draw something from it. Your favorite Saint and why? Oh man, too tough of a question. The one that always comes to mind is probably Saint Robert Bellarmine. He, you know, he whenever I converted to the Catholic Church, it was at a parish where he was the patron saint and. So he was really inevitably one of the first saints that I read about. I was like, who is this guy? I've never even heard of him. It's not like St. Anthony or Thomas Aquinas or something. And turns out he was incredibly influential. And, and I had a very intellectual conversion. This guy was a doctor of the church. Um, he influenced apologists for probably the next four or 500 years. 
after the Renaissance and still really probably the preeminent modern apologist um, mixing, you know, church doctrine, history and church fathers um, all together to prove a, a number of, uh, well, heretics and, and you know, well-intentioned but misguided Catholics uh, to the to the right direction. So, and, and he really knew every saint of his time and um, even people like St. Francis de Sales and, you know, Gonzaga referenced his work. So uh, hugely in- influential and very meaningful to me as a Catholic. I love, uh, you know, Miguel Pro, his story, powerful. I mean, it, it is a powerful story. And I like the title you give him here, Master of Disguises. You also talk about how he uh, hilariously taunts his persecutors. How did he do that? Yeah, so there was a, a point in time, one of these stories, where he, I guess he had several, like, outfits, costumes, kinds of things. And one of them was a police uniform. And these police would, of course, uh, they worked for the government. They were funded by them. And they would go and break up these mass parties or these gatherings of underground Christians there in Mexico. And so he, one time, he escaped after saying mass and went back home, quickly changed into his police outfit, which is apparently very convincing, came back to the to the raid party basically chewed them all out for having let them all go and then got them out of that house really quickly to protect the people who were hiding in there. Yeah, it's just absolutely Funny. courageous. Uh, you talk about two saints that battled a dragon. Oh, so, yeah, I think, so which which ones were those? Um, there was... Uh, I think twin uh, saints. Yeah, okay, yeah. So you're talking about Saints Benedict and Scholastica. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so there's some funny stories with dragons there. And actually, I'm going down to Nursia where they were born in in two weeks. And I want to ask some more questions to the monks down there about this. But apparently the story goes one time, um, Saints Benedict, he had a novice who was kind of not really one, not really you know, I guess sensing his monastic call and his vocation, he wanted to leave and he had been warned that if he left, you know, he was going to have a worse life on the outside. Well, right as he exits the gates to the monastery, I think this is down in Monte Cassino, south of Rome, he encounters a big beast, a dragon, and it scares him so bad that he's like, yep, I got to turn around immediately, (laughs) goes back in. And apparently the the stories say, and this goes back very far into tradition, very reliable sources that uh, St. Benedict counseled him after that, that um, he conjured the the image of a dragon to turn him around and to, uh, and to bring him back into his vocation. You say that the saints are not myths or legends. They're people, real people, just like you and I, who live lives of epic, virtue. And and that's something that I think is so important when we hear of the saints. They are real people with real lives, with real problems, with real sufferings, with real joys, just like all of us have. And that tells us one thing too, we can, we can become saints as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I think everybody's probably heard it from the pulpit a couple times, but it, it really needs to be said as much as possible that the saints were very normal. Yeah, this is a, my book is wild, weird and wonderful stories of God's heroes, but Really, what's also heroic is how approachable and how normal they were. And then in those moments where the courage was needed, they stepped up and, and made just just the biggest, you know, biggest acts of courage for God and for the people around them to, to give them faith and to, you know, to give the glory to God. I love the book, man. Where can people get it? You can get it online at Amazon.com, of course, or you can go to Tan Books. It's published by Tan Publishers. Uh, I think they are with St. Benedict Press. You can go to Divine Treasures as well, friends. If they don't have it, they will surely order it for you there. Epic saints, wild, wonderful, and weird stories of God's heroes. I've said before, man, you want to be a saint, just get weird. Uh, that, that's what I love <laughs> about the saints. Is awesome. They were weird, and I want to be weird too. Weird Catholicism, bring it back. Talk to you soon, brother. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, John. Ciao.
That's Sean McAfee, everyone. Again, the book, Epic Saints, Wild, Wonderful, Weird Stories of God's Heroes. That puts the show in the books today, friends. Good way to end the show when you're talking about the saints. Always good. Thanks for joining me today, friends. Uh, no Deacon Tony, so we'll offer a prayer of thanksgiving today. Thank you, Almighty God, for another show, for another day, for our families and for our friends. We ask, Lord, that we may be gracious, that we may gift ourselves to all those that surround us, that we may be at peace. We ask these prayers through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Lee Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water flowing through, God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.